welcome to another episode of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. Uh, this is episode number seven of the Namuary series, and I apologize for being a day late. <laughs> I'm actually in Portland right now, and I'm talking to you through the wonderful AKG Lyra USB microphone. Now, you can see when I'm in a nice quiet room that this microphone sounds <laughs> much better than uh, it has in <laughs> some of these recordings from the Namuary series. Um, well, like I, I've been telling, I've been telling you guys that for for weeks now. It's just that you know it was the placement of that crazy booth that we were at. But as you can tell, this microphone is great. I'm in Portland right now. I'm hanging out at past guest Will Reno's house. Um, he's at work teaching, and I am uh, just editing this episode that I didn't get to yesterday because I was actually teaching the Union High School Percussion Ensemble, which is a group that that Will teaches at uh, year round, and they commissioned me to write their uh, competitive percussion ensemble piece for this season last summer. So I wrote that and sent that to them in October. And then I got to come up here for a couple days to work with them. And it was a true pleasure. And I'm really, really grateful that I got to do that. However, it did keep me from <laughs> finishing editing and posting this podcast episode. That being said, it's here now. And I will do my best to make sure and get episode 8, the final one of Namiori, out tomorrow on time. Um, but like I've told you many times, and we'll talk about this tomorrow on that episode, it's just that uh, editing two episodes a week is difficult. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I want to get you guys into the show. I will quickly say that uh, I am playing um, I am playing tomorrow, Thursday the 27th, with Zach Churchill at Hive and Honey from 5 to 9. And then I am playing with Zach again on the 28th at Oak Laguna Beach from 9 to 11 on the 28th. And it is a busy season, my friends. I, I hope that you're feeling busy. It's still love month, so I encourage you to love on your friends. Love on your family. Give your, give your dog a smooch. Give your kitten a pat. Whatever you got to do, I want you to do that, you know. But mostly, I, I need to get to this show. Uh, oh, I, I forgot the most important thing about this week. It's drummer week. And it's actually like kind of like drummer two days because I forgot to put it out yesterday. I didn't get to. <laughs> but, uh, man, I got to talk to some awesome people. Um, again, you know, like next year when we have more time and we stay there longer, we'll get even more interviews than this. But th but this was such an amazing time, and I got we d you know we did short interviews with people, but we got to talk to some really great drummers, and I can't wait for you to hear all of them. Today's episode features some great guys that I've always looked up to, and next on and on tomorrow's episode, it's really is some more monster drummers you're gonna love. So I'm just excited for you guys to hear these guys and hear me talk to the, some of my favorite drummers on the planet. I'm totally, I'm being honest, it's some of my favorite drummers on the planet, and I'm not the only one, so uh, you're going to love them, and that's it, so what I'd like you to do is get comfortable, you know, it's a nice temperate day in Portland, Oregon right now, um, so I'm hoping that you have something similar to that, maybe not a snowy snow blizzard, but if it is snowy snow blizzard, I hope you have a nice warm blanket, I hope you have a hot cocoa, I hope you get comfortable, you know, I hope you have a, a lover next to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just want you to be comfortable. I love you so much. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking AKG Sponsor Media Center using AKG's brand new USB microphone. 
we are getting very nice uh, vocal levels, except for the fact that we have a shitload of ambient noise from DJ Cat, Cat Scratch and uh, DJ Scratch and Sniff behind us, so we are dealing with that shit right now. That being said, I'm sitting here with Jeff Sorensen and Sean Patrick Gallagher. How are you guys doing? Just great, right? You guys enjoying this damn time? I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> We're one drink in now today, and Jeff's already drunk off his ass. A true light win. <laughs> so, but more importantly, we have a guest of honor here on yeah. the show. I'm so honored to have him here on the Ryan and Super Strong podcast. He's a wonderful drummer, a handsome man. We've talked to him several times over the years on Drumsmack TV. The wonderful Nick Mason. Yeah, hello, hello. We're in the world's loudest elevator right now. Like, <laughs> we got the most bumping elevator music. I got ever. an idea. Why don't we put the podcasting like station right next to the fucking DJ thing? Like that's a great idea. The funniest thing it's is brilliant. there's actually two DJs. There's a DJ station there and there and like a guitar bandstand right here and a bass guy over there. <laughs> you know, I like I distinctly remember getting an email this morning from Nam specifically about like acceptable desk levels and yeah. stuff there's no way no that's there's no way that's that's 85 db within the legal limit there there's no way it's loud as hell it's uh it's uh, inappropriate and uh, angers me but it's like you know we just deal with it as long as you can hear what we're saying yeah exactly like i guess it's okay we just can't hear each other so exactly. <laughs> maybe we should get a whiteboard and just create our own subtitles exactly we're just yeah, liberating man read lips there, figure it out. But anyway, that's man, so right. Nick, you're the drummer for the Living Dead, is that correct? No. Not anymore. Or you were? No, that's not a band. Oh, what is that Living Dead drummer then? <laughs> Living Dead drummer, that, that's just like a nickname. That, oh. that was um that was a title I was given at a particular gig, actually here at the NAM show years ago, where I was performing for their 20th anniversary party. Um, I think it was about three or four years ago at this point. And um, they they called me up and they're like, we, we want you to be a part of our 20 year celebration. And I was like, great, I'm a drummer. You make guitar cases. Wow, well, I don't, how, do, how does that work? And they're like, I don't know, we'll figure it out. So um, the the idea came out where they always have like their their old fashioned models do like a runway show. Yeah. They're like they're doing runway modeling to like make a death and shit. You know what I mean? It's awesome. Uh, and so they had me uh, play like a stand-up drum set on the side of the stage, and I got another buddy to do it too. So we like blanked. Uh, the runway, gotcha. and the girls would come out and do their runway modeling, and we were on each side of them, bashing away on the drums to like all of this metal music that they were playing and stuff like that. And they had us all dressed up like these corpses. Yeah. And the name Living Dead drummer got tossed around backstage, and I just said, I'm taking that. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. And I just, I took it and I ran hard with it and I registered it in every possible place you can register a name. And so that just became the identity. Your brand. It, yeah, yeah, it became the brand. It's Living Dead Drummer. Because it, I had struggled up until that point because when there's another dude in the industry who has the same job as you being a drummer and also has the same name of Nick yeah. Mason, it's a little hard to like, call people on the phone and say Nick Mason's on the phone and then they expect a 60 year old British guy yeah, and I'm like no, right. no 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 the other one the other one that's right, that's right. so uh, you know I, I'd always struggled back and forth with 
separating myself from that. Got and this was just perfect. This yeah, was man. too good. And I, like I couldn't believe it hadn't been done before. Yeah. And I took it and I ran and it like and it's been great. It's been great to to help elevate my brand and, and get my name out there more um, in the places I need it to be. So yeah, Living Dead's not a band. It's right. it's just me, Living Dead drummer. I love that man. So who, who all are you playing with? You, you, you live in LA now, right? I live in LA. I've been living okay. in LA for the last ten years. Nice. And um, no I, home, right? You're in uh, NoHo still. I'm in NoHo still. Yeah. Nice, yeah. I love it there. Yeah. Dude, um, great. Who it's getting I'm, better and better over there, man. It's it's a little. It's <laughs> got like, its ups oh. and downs. We, we got a lot of problems here in Southern California, That's but we true. don't have to talk about that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, who am I playing with? I uh, like who? Everybody. Yeah. Like, I, I'm trying to be the busiest drummer alive right now, and so I far know. I think I'm doing all right. Uh, tomorrow at the Nam show, I'll be playing twice with an artist named Kapali Long. He's from uh, Hawaii, okay. and it's kind of like Americana soul blues funk stuff. We're playing for Gibson Guitars at 2:30 and again at 3:30. Um, and then I. Um, after that, I have a series of shows next month with a band called Sticky Doll. They're from way out in the high desert, punk, punk music stuff. Oh, right um, I've been playing with the Rhythm Cough in the last bunch of years. we got a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, I've been touring with B2A. Um, and we're being filmed anonymously by somebody right now. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Who the hell That's is the that guy, guy? Video taping Some guy walking by with a really <laughs> like weird, <laughs> very phallic-looking camera yeah, that, that he's pointing at us. Yeah, that would be Shove it right in our face. All right, then. Smile on it. Uh, anyway, I totally lost my train of thought. We're on NAMS commercials uh, for the next 10 years. I know. Uh, I don't know. Bottom line is I got a... I'm You're playing, doing a lot of shit. I'm doing a lot what? of shit. I'm playing with a lot of people. It sounds like pretty diverse, too. Like yeah, All I over mean, the place. All, all over the map. I'm in production on a, a record with a metal band right now. We did all the drum tracking. We got to come back and do some bass stuff and some drum edits uh, in a couple weeks. So, yeah, a little bit of rock, a little bit of punk, a little bit of metal. Um, You've done a lot of traveling over the years, right? Uh, yep. What's um, the best place? Be honest. Man, oh, best around. place. All right. So I crossed some bucket list stuff off. I got, okay. to, I got to go to Russia a couple years ago. And yeah. like, that was just one of those bucket list cross off things. It was weird there because everything like <laughs> kind you, gotta, of you gotta definitely walk inside the lines in that yeah. place but uh i really like germany i was there last year uh with b2a they're an industrial band from europe that i've been playing with for for a couple of years now yeah. and um i just fly out and do all their touring um i gotta say i really enjoyed spain i was in spain a couple years ago and parts? Um, like i was all over the place summer, i was in yeah. madrid and and but, um, I, love it there, man. Awesome. I took I took a vacation like I was out on the road for a couple of months and at the end of it all I took a vacation for a week and I stayed in Spain in like a little beach community yeah. that's just like southwest of Barcelona right on the Mediterranean just stayed there for a week by myself yeah. And I and did like a little condo right on the water, and it was amazing. Drink so wine. I, so I gotta say, man, like Spain was amazing just because of that vacation. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Dude. So I had this bag. I have this bag. This is a random question. Man. Okay. All right. Some questions are silly and easy. Some are dirty and filthy. We'll see what you get. Okay. You ready I'll, to do I'll it? try to answer as honestly as possible. Okay. So you draw, and then hands. Okay. I'll read it to you. All right. 
Why is this one sticky? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's, a, that's a special one. Actually, let's give this to Jeff. Okay. Here, you try another one. <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, that really right is the coffee. Wait, wait, wait. This, oh. Rather have your Google search go public or your text messages? Google search. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely Google answer. search because okay. I I speak your truth on I'm pretty. You know what? I I'm pretty straight and narrow when it comes to googling. Like I don't get into weird territories on the internet. But I will say I have some friends that we share a lot of fucked up shit through text <laughs> that not everybody in the world would appreciate. It takes a very particular set of humor yeah. and a very stiff backbone when it comes to being offended. Yeah. And I do not want some people seeing my text messages. <laughs> Unless I send it to you, you're not meant to read it. I like right. that. I like that. All right. So no, Google that's away. That's what's your question. This might be drum related if you want it to be. Okay. Are you going to join the Space Force? Oh, you know what? There are several branches of the military that have their own, like the Marine Corps has their own band, the Navy has their own band. I mean, Space Force could have their own band. Uh, I, I think I'd like to be the first drummer to play in outer space. Oh, that'd be, I think that'd, that'd be, be kind of cool. And if I got to sign up to be in Space Force to do it, well, <laughs> that's one ticket, you know. Are you the kind of guy that if, if like space tourism went went real like today, would you want to go to outer Hell space? Hell no. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's Alex, like, no. Like I don't even like getting on a plane. I do it out of hey. Necessity. Well, I don't. I don't. Do I I am a firm believer that my feet belong on the ground. Yeah. And Go ahead. And uh, honestly, if um, I fly only out of necessity because it's a convenient and be faster. Like I fly, I'm on planes all the time, but it doesn't mean I enjoy it. Right, right, right. So, so you're down with airplanes, but you don't want to strap your ass to a fucking well, rocket. No, I mean I'm not down with airplanes. I just do it because I have to. Because yeah. it's easier. Because you know what I mean. Like because if I have to go to Europe, I'm not going to get on a boat for a month. It's just way easier to spend 12 hours in a plane. Totally. It doesn't mean I like those 12 hours, it just means I have to do it. But, right. so if, like, outer space was an option, no. Like, that's okay. way too far. <laughs> it's scary, too, but I'm scared of that shit, man. Yeah. We don't have enough data yet for you me always, to like, I, It sounds awful, but I'm always, every time I'm on a plane, during takeoff and landing, I'm always, like, assessing my distance to the ground. Yeah. And I'm always looking yeah. at it going, now, if we dropped out of the sky right now, I bet I'd survive. But then you get to that threshold real quick of like, no, I'm dead. Yeah. And so outer space is one of those just instant, like, you're either going to land safely or you're going to die. There is no, there is no option C. So I'd like to try and keep my boots on the ground as frequently as possible. All right, here's my question. Third question. All right. Have you ever, have you ever punched anyone in the face? Have I ever punched anyone in the face? Uh, He's too nice, man. Uh, 
I mean, everybody gets into a scrap once in a while. See? See, Jeff? I fucking punch the guy in the face. I fucking punch the guy. I don't. I mean, outside of like, outside of like maybe a tussle, like when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, you know, like with boys at school before, but like. No, like, I'm talking like earlier than 18. I'm talking yeah, like so maybe before like 18, right? But after 18, like ab- yeah, after the age of 18, I can't recall a time I've ever punched anyone in the face. I I know I got punched in the face once. Ooh, what age um, were you for that? I was in my 20s and I was playing the show, and um, we got off stage and and our dressing room door was locked. Yeah. And I didn't understand why our dressing room door was locked, and I'm trying to get in there and. Some guy comes out, and he's like this shabby, homeless-looking dude, and he just, he went in our dressing room and used the toilet, which didn't work in our dressing room, and just, like, destroyed the place. <laughs> and wow. it was like, who the hell let this guy backstage? We There's a security guard standing right next to the stage. Yeah. His whole job is to only allow the correct people backstage. And he somehow let this dude backstage to blow up our bathroom. That's a high crime. That's a high crime. And so I spent half the time bitching out the security guard like, why are you letting random dudes from the bar come back into our dressing room? And then... I got into an argument with the actual guy, uh-huh. with the with the, the, with, guy the with the, the offender, <laughs> and he hauled off and punched me in the face, cracked me right in the jaw, and I just stood there like in shock, like did that guy just punch me? Yeah. And like the whole bar went dead silent when it happened, and I just looked at him and I said, "Get him out of here!" And security jumped on him and kicked him out. Which uh, then later they let him back in for some reason. But <laughs> um, great A security force, because it was yeah. in Niagara Falls and. You know, and it's a sketchy place. But uh, I, I just stood there and took it right on the chin because I was more in shock. Like, did that guy just actually punch me? Yeah, yeah, that's a shocking. Thing. That's a shocking but thing. I, yeah, I, I, I you're not a very controversial person by I, nature, though. No, I can't recall a time that I've ever. It usually never escalates to that point. Where did you grow up? I grew up Buffalo. in Western New York. Buffalo. Yeah, okay, Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, I can't recall a time it's ever escalated to the point of that type of violence. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, most people nowadays are just too afraid of like getting sued. Yeah. You know, um, everyone's real trigger happy with that. You can't, you can't have a good old fashioned bar fight anymore. I don't know. You can't. Because it'll end in a dozen lawsuits. I know. Um, part of me, part of me, romanticized. I bit, absolutely you know? romanticized it. I was like, I miss the days that you could have a throwdown on the pool table. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever punched anybody in the face. Not that I, I punched a wall and broke my hand one time. And that was the last time I ever punched a wall. Yeah, you need your hands. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't think of a, a scenario that, that that's happened. That's good. So. Well, we learned a lot about you, and so did our listeners. You know, I want to hear about, do you have any uh, projects or something? This is going to come out in February at some point. I'm not sure when exactly. Okay. But do you have any uh, albums coming out that you want people to check out or social media that you should be hyped about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, the, my most recent release, um, the Rhythm Coffin put an album out in back in October, so it's only a couple months old. Uh, and it features a cover of the Monster Mash on it. 
with, uh, with guest vocals by Davy Suicide and Calico Cooper. Um, and that's the most recent release. Uh, there's a band called Flake that I've already done the drum tracking for their album. And they're doing, they're tracking like bass and guitars and stuff in a couple of weeks. I don't know exactly when that's going to come out, but it's supposed to be slated for some point in 2020. So some point this year that'll be out. There's a couple other ones that I've done some drum tracking for also, but I don't have release dates yeah, on them. So, so I don't have any hard dates of like dropping on March 12th. Like I don't have that for any releases. Um, I'm playing constantly. I, I'm playing in Southern California the next couple months, at least twice a week, yeah. and uh, then I'll be touring a lot later in the year and stuff. So all of my appearances, uh, all the tour dates and all, all even my local gigs, everything is always up to date on my website, which is uh, livingdeaddrummer.com. So, uh, livingdeaddrummer.com's got all of the latest information, and then, of course, like social media, everybody blasts everything on there, too. So, uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, every social media platform you can think of. If you look up the name Living Dead Drummer, that's me. That's my personal account on every platform. So, yeah, look those up and you'll find me, and you'll, you'll find where I'm going to be almost like to the hour. and there's not a bunch of DJs in the I kind of feel like yeah. it would be a better challenge to like try to rap along with whatever they're doing that would the be entire fun. interview. You know? That would be really cool. <laughs> if, like You could have all your guests like, all right, we're going to freestyle now. Ready? <laughs> Wait for them to drop that beat. There was a DJ earlier today that, that, that was uh, making a beat with the tears thing. And so just like, what? <laughs> like over and over with like a fat... It was ridiculous. I don't know if that's a good thing like, or if that's no. just irritating. It was irritating. It wow. was just like, this is not anything that should be happening. Don't do this. That's crazy. You gotta, you gotta appreciate it anyway. But, uh, dude, uh, thank you so much for making the time to come over here and do this interview. Of course, anytime. We that's always a pleasure. My pleasure, man. Always, thank you guys so much. I recommend everybody go check out Drumsback TV's interviews with you in the past. We've, yep. done, we've done those over here. It's been now for the last several years. Oh, yeah. So totally. But it's not to have you here, and I'm sure people will get up and you know check out Nick Mason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the real one. The the not the living dead. All right, guys. So that was our interview with Nick Mason, the Living Dead drummer. I hope you enjoyed that, and um, you know, you need to go check him out. He's a badass. And also, like I said in the interview, go check out Drumsmack TV's interviews with him. He's just a great guy. Always makes time for us at Nam, and is just an awesome dude all around. So, um, moving on to the next drummer. Man, I love this guy. This this guy's been a huge inspiration to me over the years. Uh, you know, my love of Latin percussion and Latin drumming. Uh, Cuban drumming in particular. This is a wonderful man. I'm just going to get into it. This is the wonderful Horacio El Negro Hernandez. Awesome, man. All right, so we're here at NAM at the Istanbul booth. We're, we're talking to Horacio El Negro Hernandez. How you doing, man? Yeah, everything great. <laughs> Trying to be louder than what's happening here. Exactly, yeah. You, you, have to, you have to scream. Ah! Man, I, I'm so I, I love talking to you, man. It's, you're such a legendary drummer, a beautiful oh, drummer. Oh. One of my favorite albums of all time is Gonzalo Robocaba, Live from Havana. Oh How old were you when you recorded that? 
I think 19, 18, 19, maybe 20, 20. Yeah. And, and Roberto Vizcaino Jr. Uh, Roberto, on no, Roberto Vizcaino's father. Oh, for father. Okay, yeah. not Jr. Okay. But, Junior okay. played now on my family, new record. They're good at drums. Band. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, does, it uh, is. The uh, Green Dolphin Street, that too. So right. You guys do this like 10 minute intro. Right. And it's it's insane, man. Yeah. It, it, it really it, it gave me so much uh, inspiration my whole life. I listen to it all the time. Man, I teach people to transcribe stuff from that. I'm glad you know that music. Of Not course, too many man. people. I mean, we were in Cuba the, at that time, and and it was almost impossible to get the music out. So it's amazing every time you see people that know those records. And, That's right. Well, yeah. Well, you know, who showed it to me was uh, Michael Spiro. He's my mentor, right, so, right, you know, and, uh, so he's, the, he's the guy that showed me that album was like, you need to get on this shit right now. <laughs> it's a Cuban smuggler. Exactly, <laughs> Cuban smuggler. I know the guy. <laughs> I love that, man. I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful, man. So, do you like being an am? Is it fun? Yeah, this is my 20th, actually, and, and it's incredible. It's just loud. Hey, we, I was just talking to my friend. Somebody was showing me a picture of 20 years ago, here, right here. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. That I love it. Well, dude, I, you know, I don't want to take too much of your time, but I, it's such an honor. Do you want to say anything about NAM or any, any sponsors or anything like that you care about? Keep You're doing good? it. Let's keep doing it. Saying, Next man. year. Do you have any new, pro, new uh, albums coming out soon? I have three new albums oh, coming shit. out. Let's well, hear about it. A big band DVD just came out, and then now my new Italuba record is coming out, as well as a new trio. Havana Jam. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's awesome. All right, that was Horacio El Negro Hernandez, man, the king of Cuban drum set playing. I love that man. Uh, I would have loved to have a much longer conversation with him, but we were in a, at the crazy, crazy uh, Istanbul Mamet booth where everyone's playing cymbals. And uh, Horacio's time was in high demand. Let's put it that way. <laughs> people love him and people want to talk to him. So I didn't want to take up too much of his time. And then I turned around and there was another funky, funky man that I love his drumming so much. I've always loved it. And he, I've always used his drumsticks. Uh, I've watched videos of him since I was a little kid. He's the wonderful Rick Latham. All right, man. We are back here at NAM at the Istanbul Mehmet booth right now. Here with Jeff Sorensen. Hello, everybody. Sean Patrick Gallagher. How's it going? And the guest of honor right now is Mr. Rick Latham. How are you doing? All right, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you guys. It's good to hear you're, you're now. You were in Italy for four or five years. Right. Right. Now right. you're back here in California. Back in Tarzan. I live in Tarzan now. I have a studio at the house. That's awesome. Teaching. Still doing some teaching privately. I'm at MI two days a week now, teaching yeah. at MI two oh, days great. a week. Yeah. That's great. And uh, recording a lot in my studio. I do a lot of tracks for people. Awesome. And uh, still traveling, doing clinics, gigs, you yeah. know, everything. That's awesome, man. So all my, my, I think the first time I ever bought a pair of sticks, I asked, I was in like sixth grade, and my teacher, uh, Steve Hatfield of Wichita, Kansas, he was like, he's like, these are the sticks you should use, Rick Latham. Oh, man. Cool. Ever since that's, that's, so I, I use two pairs of sticks now, and that's the Rick Latham Pro Marks. And then the uh, Steve Jordan, the big first. Those are my two favorite sticks of my that's, life. That's beautiful, man. Thanks. <laughs> that, thanks. Friend, man. It's a good stick, you know. It's a, it's like a 5A kind of diameter, but with a special barrel tip. Yeah. And a good balance. It's got a good balance. And 
and I play hard. It's a small stick, yeah, yeah, but I, mean, yeah. but I like to play. I like to play hard with a small stick. When you're rather, like a big guy, right? Rather than a big. If I use a big stick, I feel like I'm killing the drone. Yeah, you know? yeah, the yeah. But thank you, man. That's yeah, good. That's, I love it, man. So over the years, I've been investing in you for a long time. Well, thank. Well, I'm also <laughs> celebrating this year. I'm gonna put a little plug in. Do it. Celebrating the 40th anniversary of my advanced funk studies book. It's unbelievable. 40 years. That's crazy, crazy, man, That's and it's so know. great to see people at the show that have used the book and uh, that still teach out of the book, you know. Yeah, and some guys are saying, like, I was 12 years old when I got your book. Some guys saying, I just got it last year, and, yeah. you know, it's incredible, man. 40 years is a long time, and I'm really proud of it, you know. That's killer, so, man. so just, just going to ask you some well, kind of crazy just, question. Uh, really one comment. Uh, oh. Well, first, it's so great to see you, as always, okay. and then secondly, you have to get some kind of an award for having the most consistent hair. Oh, thanks. We've known each other for uh, 10 years. Uh, uh, I mean, I just remember right. just seeing you in the magazines for all those years before that. All right. And it's just like props to consistency, yeah. man. Yeah, that's, that's, hard to, that's hard to deliver on that. Uh, 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 I mean, uh, no, you know, I mean, the shelf, man. Oh, yeah. You know, hair stays that way all the time. All right. At least I still have some, man. Exactly. You know, Right. We're gonna have you drop in the random question bag. Okay, random we'll question. We'll random see. question. It could be a softball fun yeah, question. It could be, and I'll read it to you. It could okay. be filthy, dirty. We don't know. Okay. 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 Here we go. <laughs> were you a bully when you were little? Was I a what? <laughs> were you a bully when you were little? A bully. A bully? A bully. Not, no, not at all. Not at all a bully. No, 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 no. Did you ever, did you ever, did you ever get in a fight growing I, up? You know, check it out. Check it out. I got in a fight. I'm not going to mention this guy's name, but <laughs> when, when I, not when I was so small, but not when I was little, I was cool. But in high school, when I started drumming, man, I was kind of a natural, like, I really did the rudiments a lot and, and really progressed quickly. And I yeah. was always like, you know, first chair in all state band and all that stuff. And I went, I transferred one year to a different high school and the seniors all played snare drums, gotcha. but they weren't necessarily the best players. Yeah. And I came in and was burning up everybody on the snare drum. And this, this senior got really pissed off at me. And you know, he said, you're not gonna play snare drum. And I picked up the drum and hit him in the fucking <laughs> face. <laughs> I, we were on. We, we were in the bleachers. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You picked up the marching snare drum and you just hit him in the face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And, and I hope he doesn't hear this. No hard feeling. That sounds like righteous justice. But, but it was. It just kind of hit me the wrong way, you know. But but that was crazy. That was crazy. But no, I was cool as a kid. That's cool, man. And you're a calm man now. You're not hitting people in the head with. No, 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 no. No, no, it's all good. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> but that's when I was, you know, a spunky, you know, high schooler. You yeah. know. Well, dude, thank you so much for taking the time to yeah. talk hey, to us for a little hey, bit. Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for coming by. by and uh, happy Nam show, everybody. Thank happy you. podcast. I think it's great, Ryan, that you do this, you know, for everybody. Wasn't that a nice man? <laughs> Funky Rick Latham. Man, uh, both of those guys are so important to me. Uh, in my, you know, in my youth and then in my co my career coming up as a drummer and percussionist, and uh, they, they really, really shaped and molded my playing in so many ways. And so it was very, very cool to get to chat with them. And uh, Rick Latham, we've done interviews with in the past with Drum Smack TV. He always makes time, just got like like Nick Mason or from earlier. He always makes time for us. So when he uh, when we turned around from talking to Horacio and Rick Latham was right there, Jeff Sorensen and I both were like lit up and we're like, all right, yeah, let's get Rick on here. It's gonna be awesome. And so that is what we did. Um, before we get to the final 
short interview for this episode. I want to do what I've done every episode of Namiori and give all these guests a chance to shout out how strong they are. <laughs> so here we go with that. Hey there, my name is Norshiri and I am super strong. Hey there, my name is Sean Moriarty and I'm super strong. Hey there, my name is Lila Crosswell and I am super strong. Hey there, my name is Axel Mansoor and I am super strong. Man, I had such a blast at Nam getting everyone to say that, and now it's fun to it's fun to rehear some of those. Norchari from Symphonic Planet, Lila Crosswhite from Symphonic Planet, Sean Moriarty from you know the interview with Eddie Haddad last week, uh, great drummer in town. Uh, so for Drummer Week here, he's making another little appearance. And Axel Mansour, a man that was a frat brother of Sean Patrick Gallagher, who I had never met, and since then have looked at his music, have checked him out. He's hilarious. And uh, can't wait to try to get him on the, on the regular show one of these days. So Axel Mansour. Now, uh, with no further ado, let's get to the final interview portion of this first episode of Drummer Week. Okay, this is a wonderful man. Uh, you're going to hear his whole title and everything, but he's the man. Alright, he's the man for Aquarian Drumheads. One of my favorite drumhead companies. You know, one of every drummer's favorite drumhead companies. You know, and this is the wonderful Mike Bruker. Awesome, man. All right, so we're here at NAMM. We are now at the Aquarium booth talking to Mike Bruker, the, 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 wait, U.S. Sales and Marketing? I'm director of U.S. Sales and Marketing. That's awesome. Yeah, what an awesome gig. <laughs> so you grew up drumming. You're a drum enthusiast. As well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Like, tell me, where are you from? I'm from, I'm from about 10 minutes from here. Yeah. I live in the city That's awesome. right here. Yeah, so I've been playing since 10 years old, and I've played all styles of music, yeah. made a living playing. But yeah, early on, I went into sales and marketing with all, a lot of big drum companies, and here I am today with Aquarian Drumheads. Nobody better than that. Why is uh, why, what's, what's, uh, why is Aquarian the best? Well, the thing that's great about it, it really is kind of a throwback, kind of old school, meaning the way we approach it. It really is about the drummer first. The person who started this company, Roy Burns, always said it's about helping the drummer make music. Right. And and. It's great online, we can do all kinds of stuff and show people, but it's really good to be right next to a drummer, talk to a drummer, show a drummer, right? And then be able to go online and see what everybody's doing. But it really is about the drummer and being closer to him. Yeah. So that's what this company's about, yeah. right? People ask, why do you got so many drum heads? Because there are a lot of drummers. There are a lot of different drummers. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got their own sound, yeah. and that's what we do. And there's so many different types of gigs, man. You can't just have just no, like, one size fits all. Oh, no, no, no. In, in fact, the great thing about this is you see over the years how even as a player, you change yeah. as the music changes, yeah. right? And our sound changes. But the thing is, their drums always sound good. Yeah, totally, with, man. Yeah. I like that. So what's the biggest perk of work being a U.S. sales and marketing director? Is it the people that you meet? Is it the access to free drum heads? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, because I never break them. You know, yeah, they're exactly, so good. Exactly. No, it really is about the people. And, and like today here, being yeah. at NAMM is always a great place because you see people you see once a year. Somebody's a drummer, right? And and or somebody you've always admired, right? Yeah, yeah. Now I've been in business a long time. Yeah. A lot of guys I admire, but there's always we had some new new kids coming up today, blowing me away. This kid over here playing this groove today, I was like, I, yeah, can I stop? I'm going to go and learn what he's doing, right? Now. So th that, that's a great thing because I really do get to get close to the drummer, and that's what we do. That's awesome. All right, so I'm going to have you draw from the random question bag. Uh-oh. Right here, we're going to see Is what you Is this guy pull. bothering you? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> not yet. Okay. We'll see what this question says. Uh-oh. Jeff, read it to him. All right. We'll see what this is. 
Alright, do you like movie previews or you just want to get to the movie? No, I do like the movie previews, yeah. right? They're good for so many reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give you a chance to figure out if you need to go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, well, also it tells me what I might be doing in the next couple months. Because <laughs> seriously, now being at this gig, it's great. I come in in the morning, I go out. Yeah. Before, I could never have free time. So now I'm watching the... the, the they say happy wife, happy life, right? Absolutely, so I'm like, there. Hey, honey, I got this great recommendation for this chick flick when you're yeah. kind of like... Oh, in of course. Or yeah, yeah. Pull that car down. <laughs> uh, there you go, man. That's it. Did you see the latest Star Wars? You into that? I, I, I'm into it, but I haven't been able to see it. I get it. We got an amp. Yeah, exactly. We got an Yeah. Do you enjoy being a Nam? You, you, you go to the bars, have a beer when you're getting on the You know, dance? I gotta say, I've been doing this a lot of years. What I really like what Nam's been doing, the concerts that they're doing, yeah. the way they've really made it kind of formalized with um, bands at the different hotels, they expect you to come back here and hang. And it's some really good stuff. Great plan. So. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of years, but I think some of the best uh, concerts, I think there's going to be something with Dave Garibaldi. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's on Saturday now, right? Yeah. 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 Is he playing Aquarius? No. Damn it. No, but I, I studied with Dave for a lot of yeah, for five years of back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah look at him playing Aquarius. <laughs> look at him playing Aquarius. Yeah. yeah. Dude, thank you so much for making some time to hang out with us and be on the show. You guys are great. Yeah, Mike Bruker, what a gentleman. What a fine gentleman. Works for Aquarian and uh, just, you know, a badass. All these guys made time to be on my wacky-ass show, and I appreciate all of those guys so much. Um, and just, you know, just, what a great way to start Drummer Week. Nick Mason, the Living Dead drummer. Horacio El Negro Hernandez, one of my all-time favorites. Funky Rick Latham, one of the best men around. And Mike Bruker, a king of the drumhead world. You know, and that's and that's important. That's important. Now, uh, I'm taking us to the end of the show right now. Uh, I will say, please check out Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Chris Hagman, who did the intro and outro music for the show. And I love those two gentlemen. Uh, please, you know, go, join the community at Ride is Super Strong on Instagram or Facebook or Gmail, all that type of stuff. And mostly, if you like this show, please do go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review and, and uh, write something wacky. Show us that you're a part of the fam, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I am in Portland, so I just want to say one more quick thing about just how much I love it here. I love the I love the drum community up here in Portland. I get to hang out with my buddy Will Reno and get to hang out with the Union Percussion Ensemble and a bunch of drummers that Will knows. And it's badass. So uh, on Drummer Week, for me to be in Portland teaching music that I wrote and stuff like that, it's just very special to me. So uh, follow Ninja Knutson on Instagram if you want to see pictures and stuff like that from that. And I'm sure we'll post a video of that piece once they're competing and doing all that stuff too. And, you know, that's about it for today, you know. So, again, I apologize that it's a day late. Uh, it is my fault. <laughs> but that's just how it goes sometimes. So, uh, the good thing is I'll see you tomorrow with episode 8, the final episode of Namuary, and the final episode of Drummer Week. Bye bye now! <laughs> <laughs>